Welcome to another edition of the YXC Sports Podcast, Monday, August the 16th. I want to thank everybody, of course, for tuning in live on the Winter Clarks Classic Grill and Bar Facebook page, the YXC Sports Podcast Facebook page. We're on No YXC as well. And of course, Spotify, Apple, everywhere you get your audio versions of this podcast. Like I said, it is Monday, a little smoky out in the air, but uh, we finally have a guest. I'm finally not doing this solo <laughs> anymore, and uh, that guest is uh, one of the guys that makes this whole restaurant thing here tick. So, Gary Baba, thanks so much for taking some time out of what's a fantastic <laughs> restaurant, a busy restaurant today as well, but uh, thanks so much for taking some time. So we talk so much about Wendell's, the great partnership the YXC Sports Podcast has with Wendell's. We've been doing this together a little bit over a year, but... Uh, Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar, in terms of being in Saskatoon, isn't all that old. It was December of 2019 where you guys opened. Uh, And just take us through how this whole endeavor started and how this restaurant came to Saskatoon. Well, first of all, thanks a lot, Matt, for putting me on the show here. Uh, I always said I had a radio face, (laughs) and we're going to prove that today with this podcast. (laughs) Uh, I guess you go back to, I wasn't even involved at the beginning. My my partner, Jake Eating, was involved. and He's from Ontario. He knew Wendell Clark and that, and uh, they had discussed things that, and that, and uh, Wendell came out here probably of April of 2018 and saw the building and everything, and he made, popped in and said it would be a good place, and Jay started doing the work and got his uncle Byron Kidd involved, and, yeah. and then Byron kind of did some hee-haw and found me and wasn't <laughs> doing anything and said, hey, you want to join the group? And that, and <laughs> so you let everybody else do all the heavy lifting, yeah, and then you just slid right in. That's the, right. I, yeah, end, I just got right? yeah, okay. the afterthought, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't exactly. the beginning thought at all. <laughs> Classic Gary. And then, and then we got the group together and kind yep. of got everybody together and yeah. kind of, let's start, uh, let's do it. And what and a fantastic uh, restaurant group it is. Obviously, you know, yourself, Doyle Benson, and uh, Byron Kidd is still here from time to time. And yep. uh, all three of you guys have, I don't know how many years of, of restaurant experience, right? But we're, we're uh, kind of seniors. In yeah, you and Byron were at Bonanza for how many every years, and yeah. Doyle was, you know, at, at BPs there for uh, a while as as well. But uh, just the experience of of you know, kind of the ownership group or the management group, if you will, is really yeah. helps make okay. this restaurant what it is. Right? Sure, that's where it started. I started with with Jay and Byron. They were the ones that got together, and myself and Kendall Kowalik were kind of we're together. Put the four of us together to get the ownership group together to start. And everything, and we went from there. And then uh, being under the window, Clark and everything, we all met him and everything. He got yep. approved. We were all approved and everything. And and the ownership, like we put our work, we put our work in here. Like the Byron and myself are the ones that are here with with our general manager Doyle and yep. everything. Yeah, we do the hard lifting and everything like that. So, of course, we got the uh, Bonanza Bear right in front of you too. He's 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 oh, still kicking cup. around the Bonanza Cup. The Bonanza Cup as well. Uh, it was December 2018 <laughs> that you guys opened. I think I said December 2019 earlier, but it was December of. 2018. So when people come and uh, whether they want to, you know, have a drink or uh, a meal on the restaurant side or on the lounge side, what can people expect in terms of atmosphere, service, all that sort of thing when they walk into Wendell Clark's here? I think you walk in, you're going to see happy faces right from the start. We're a, and we always kind of stress that we're a restaurant first. Right. You know, we're not a bar. We're not saying we're not like, you know, the, the other place where they just serve alcohol. We're a restaurant. We put kids in the lounge yep. and that, but we, you know, when they can eat there the whole time, all night. And they're going to get a good atmosphere, a good, you know, we're going to have sports on as much as we can. Yep. Try to find us live sports. Yep. <laughs> Not much going on yeah, in the summers. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you got your CFL and that and that kind of stuff, but you put your, your live sports on and people are watching everything. Yeah. You know, they're funny. Say, can you put that game over here and that kind of stuff? But you're going to see a relaxing atmosphere and, and have some fun while you're here and have some enjoyable staff. And we'll be walking around kind of seeing you, chatting with you. Right. If you want to make a chat, talk sports, 
talk anything, we're there for you. And then obviously there is the Wendell Clark's, which obviously you can't see, but the Wendell Clark's <laughs> wall here at uh, the restaurant. Um, and the names, the autographs that are on that wall. I mean, obviously yeah. Wendell, you got uh, Doug Gilmore, you got, you know, all those Leaf guys that were here for the Kids yeah. of Celebrity Dinner, but you also have guys like uh, Jordan Tutu, Jordan on Tutu, there, yeah. I think uh, even Fred Penner. Fred Penner is, is, by is now, on yeah. there, right? Yeah. So, what does it mean when you know people like those when they're in town, when they're in Saskatoon, come to Wendell Clark's? What is that to you guys as an ownership group? How good does that make you guys feel when kind of you know higher end celebrities or yeah. athletes are are in Saskatoon and they're choosing to eat here? Well, we got to get surprised sometimes, and you don't know they're in here, and they walk in, and you, hey, that's Fred Penner, and that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> hey, you know, and I think you know being the name Wendell Clark's doesn't yeah. hurt. Yeah, and that let's go check it out, and that then. Uh, we even had Kevin Martin, and everybody knows right. Kevin Martin from curling. Yep. He walked in, he was in a tournament with his daughter for soccer, and hey, that's Kevin Martin. Hey, yep. Kevin, we'd like to sign our board, and you know, and that kind of stuff. Right. I think it's just more the, the atmosphere that, you know, the, the name help doesn't hurt at all. Like, Wendell yep. Clark is, it's the name. I mean, Wayne Gretzky's had his for yep. eons out in Ontario, and that's the other thing, too. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, you know, we love it. And anybody, we've got, we've had riders in here. Nick Lewis has been here. Yep. Charlton Hughes was in here, you know, stuff like that. So, we're yep. riders. We've had some Olympic people on here. So it's not just one, it's uh, kind of everybody. We're not just hockey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of a food perspective, what yes. can kind of people, you know, you talked about the atmosphere, but yeah. what can people uh, expect from a, uh, a food perspective? Because uh, there's some cool things that you guys do in terms yeah. of, you know, especially your fish, right? You, you oh, batter yeah. the fish in-house, in right? House. Or whatever it is, that. stuff yeah. like that. So what can kind of people expect uh, off of the menu? Well, you can start with the fish, Matt. Right. I mean, you sure. just start right there. We we do it all. We do it the kettle chips, everything like that. Uh, our homemade batter right there. We got the girls in the back doing that in the kitchen. I mean, they love to doing that. Uh, you go from our little sliders, little two ounce sliders for an appetizer, everything like that. Uh, Wendell Burger can't beat that. Two big onion rings on that eight ounce burger. You can go to uh, a lot of bar foods like that, but we still have some our maple salmon's got the vegetables and mashed potatoes or a hunter chicken. We got this sauce for the hunter chicken we make just on every meal. And people are starting to put it on pierogies now. It's just an add-on, little things like that. But you go from chicken tacos to, you know, your sandwiches, your Carlton's, your clubs, and just the things that people, you know, common food there. Right. And a shepherd's pie, it's made from uh, Wendell's uh, grandma. Well, and, that, yep, and that's yep, where we got yep. the recipe from. So we kind of got to make sure we're putting yep. the right spices in and everything to make sure that goes the same to everybody. Right. <laughs> uh, and then obviously, like I said, so it is Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar. There's four restaurants in Ontario, I believe. Three now. Three, Three in yeah. uh, Ontario. Yeah. But what's interesting about, you know, yes, the name is obviously – People might think that it's a chain restaurant, but yeah. I think a lot of people also gravitate to the fact that there are local owners in the Saskatoon restaurant here. I, you know, I don't know uh, how right. important that is to, to you guys, but for you know a lot of your clientele that likes to eat locally, they still can you know eat local right. even right. though it's a, a chain because of the local ownership. I don't well, know if you, you agree look with at that. that or I not. mean, being Byron and myself being from Bonanza and everything yeah. like that. Uh, how many people have found us? Yeah, they wonder what we've done since Bonanza. Right, and they come, hey, you guys are in here now. So we've had a lot of customers come that way. Right. Doyle's been with Boston Pizza and that before, yeah. and people found Doyle. Yeah, where's Doyle been? You know, right. and we think it's. I mean, yeah, we use the Wendell Clark's name. Yeah, but as local people, we we're like any other restaurant. You know, yeah. we're local ownership, local workers, everything's the same. I mean, yeah, you send a little bit of royalties out east because yep. that's you know goes yep. Wendell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know we're just feeling his name. We got to get him something for his name in that. Yeah, yeah. Wendell might have a little bit of pull here yeah. at, uh, at his restaurant. Yeah. Hey, so uh, another thing that you guys love doing, and obviously it's been hard with COVID, but yeah. uh, really connecting with the local sports teams, right? Whether it's the Rattlers, whether it's the Blades, 
whether it's the rush, you guys have done buses out there before and stuff like that. So uh, now that the blades are going to be starting back up in September, the uh, rush are going to be starting in December. We don't have official home dates yet, but right. uh, um, you know, and I don't know if you guys have thought this far ahead or not, but uh, is that something that as sports start to return, we can kind of start to see those shuttle buses and those types of things and those, you know, connections and partnerships, if you will, with local teams. We've already started. Uh, the blades are, you know, mid-September. Yep. They're going to start coming right away here. We've already been in communication with them. And being with the Rush and the Blades together, right. we're mm. kind of talking the same group that's doing the advertising. That so yep. we're talking to both to get both kind of yep. going. And yep. hopefully we can kind of grow the Blades. Yep. Blades a little less than the Rush. Yep. Rush only plays 6, 10 home games. Exactly. Yeah, we've yep. got 36 home games for the Blades. So it's spaced out. We're not going to get 15,000 every game to yep. every Blades game. So, yep. you know, we're trying to grow, the, grow their business as much as we can help ourselves. And that do a little advertising with them, get the people coming here. Maybe we can shoot a bus off, you know. People don't have to worry about driving out there to SAS Place yeah. or SAS Cell Center. I think yep. they yep. change this name every other year. And yeah, yeah. So throws me <laughs> off every that, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> and then uh, also you guys uh, have a, a partnership uh, with Saskatoon Minor Hockey, yep. right, with the Community Assist Cup. Uh, so, again, it was a little difficult this past year due to, co- due to COVID. You guys were still able to, to hand it out. But tell us what the Community Assist cup is and just how important uh you know something like that is because it's basically encouraging these yeah. these minor hockey teams to do good in the community well, it's actually a, that's exactly what i was thinking they, they got to go out and kind of you know kind of grow their teams getting involved in the community too with their 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 uh their teams going out finding things that can help the seniors do this and do this and that yeah we kind of bored off the, the nhl kind of package but i mean it's local and that yeah. we have a trophy they come out they still did it this year and yep. everything, but it was more of a vote kind of thing, what they would, would do, because yep. they couldn't go out and do anything with the, their groups and that. So we're really looking forward to this year to see what the kids come up with and ideas and how they can help the community and really uh, get involved. Right. And every big sports game you can think of, sporting event you can think yeah. of, it's guaranteed to be on we're the TVs at Wendell Clark, right? <laughs> whether, it's, whether it's every single Ratter game, yeah. uh, UFC, right? Yeah, you UFC. guys get great turnouts yes. for, great for UFC. And then you guys yeah. also uh, played uh, all the Road Rattler games for the Saskatchewan yeah. Rattlers season as well. So you guys really are, you know, kind of one of those one-stop shops yeah. or the place to be, if you will, for sports. Um, obviously, with your guys' experience, yeah. you know all about that. Um, we got, so, like, with the CFL on. Yep. I mean, we got the Blue Jays on at the same yep. time. We got three different channels going on, three different sporting yep. events going on Doyle's, all the time and everything. So. Doyle says that the uh, Community Cup is actually behind me, and I can agree <laughs> that it actually is. I don't know if Ian can uh, zoom in uh, oh, that on that it. or not, but it is right there, the Community Assist Cup. So the first year was uh, handed out to the Wild Thunder, and then in the second year it was the Bobcat Rebels. It looks like, and what's interesting about that is that it looks like that was a U9 team, the Bobcat yeah. Rebels, potentially, right? Yeah. So it's young awesome kids. that you guys are encouraging this, but also to see just how young the kids are that are helping out in the, in the community. And I think the right? best thing about that is like they, they, they hear about it, other teams hear about it, right? and there's more incentive. Yeah. Like, hey, I want to get out there. And, yeah. you know, and what we'll do is we'll get this team out here this year. Yeah. We'll kind of have a little party with them and everything, kind of celebrate and everything. Right. We couldn't do that last year, but this year we'll do it again, and we'll have Motira. All the new, th- new next year's winners too. Well, uh, obviously, something that you guys did. What was that for the Canada Day long weekend? Something that I know was very <laughs> dear to your heart was the Bonanza long weekend. Yes, it was. Uh, which <clears throat> went off without an absolute hitch. And uh, Doyle wants to know if there's going to be a Bonanza long weekend uh, coming up soon as well. <laughs> I don't want to alarm that, anybody. I don't want to alarm anybody. But there is a long weekend coming up in a few weeks. But there is. Um, that was a huge promotion that really took the city by storm, especially yes, people that love Bonanza and people that have now gravitated to you. 
here at Wendell Clark's classic <laughs> Rolling Bar. What does something like that uh, mean to you, who, who was obviously involved with Bonanza for so many years? It was, it was quite exciting. I mean, to see old customers, old staff were coming, popping by. It was yeah. kind of really different. Yeah. Because I didn't think, you know, okay, we're going to run a couple of meals. We'll run some favorites and everything. Then people started showing up and it was like, holy moly. <laughs> I want the chicken monitor. I yeah. want the steak and chicken monitor. We ran out of the steaks, <laughs> as a matter of fact. That was the one thing we did run out of. We didn't run out of chicken. We ran out of the steaks. <laughs> so you might have gotten an extra, maybe a bigger steak or this when you got it. But is there, is there something coming in September? Well, you just have to wait and see on that right. one. I can't spoil it. I guess, but we're so. not opening up a banana. Just <laughs> want to get that straight. That's right there. So, uh, Jason says uh, that Gary, you're looking good. So you got. Oh, thank uh, you. That, thank you. Uh, but yeah, I no, said a radio awesome. face. I'm not supposed to be on wow. TV. Yeah, you're doing pretty good yeah. in Ray Morrison's chair over there. So I know uh, that's a big <laughs> chair. You know, right? I mean, there's a legend yeah. that's sat here. So I'm. You filled out. You filled out that chair uh, in terms of race. I know, the big guy. I know. Uh, thank you, buddy. Not that way, but talent-wise, I'm more so than. Uh, of course, we are live at uh, Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar in Saskatoon, as we are every single Monday, and uh, the CFL season is uh, well underway. And every single game at Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar, you can catch on right here at Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar. Uh, $5 bevies uh, at uh, Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar every time there is a Saskatchewan Rough Rider game on. And uh, there's also going to be a draw for a Rider mini fridge as well. So make sure you get in. On that, all you have to do is come on down to Wendell Clark's Classic Grill and Bar on the corner of Circle and Idlewild. Catch a rider game, get yourself a $5 bevy, get yourself uh, one of the great meals that Gary was just talking about, and, and to make sure you enter for your uh, chance of winning that Saskatchewan Rough Rider mini fridge, and you can fill that with whatever you want. Speaking of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, of course, they played their Week 2 game on Saturday, and they crushed the Hamilton Tiger Cats by a score of 30 to 8. Cody Pajardo was uh, through for 222 yards. He also had two touchdowns. Mitchell Pickton, who is from Regina, so he's living out his dream playing for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, caught a touchdown pass, his first CFL touchdown pass. It was a eight yard catch from uh, Cody Pajardo for one of the two touchdowns that he threw. And Jonathan Woodward on the defensive end for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Had three sacks as well. So good for Jonathan Woodward, who, of course, is one of those guys from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, that, uh, one of those newcomers that not a lot of people know about. But uh, he was absolutely fantastic on the defensive end of the football. So the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have got out to a 2-0 uh, start. We talked uh, when the Saskatchewan Rough Riders season first, or the schedule, first came out. They played the four out of their first five games at Mosaic. They have another game coming up this weekend down in Regina. But these are the important times. These are when you need to get your wins. If you're the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, take advantage of that Mosaic Stadium crowd. Take advantage of the rowdiness that is Pill Country. And uh, through the first two games of the season, they have done that as well. So um, good for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. The Hamilton Tiger Cats are one of those teams that uh, are actually expected to be in the Grey Cup. So these are the wins that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have to get. These are the teams that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going to have to beat. And there was also an interesting uh, stat that was put out today, actually late last night, from Rob Vanstone. Of course, Rob Vanstone is a longtime sports reporter down in Regina for the Regina Leader Post. And the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, here's the stat. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders have won 14 of their past 16 regular season games under Craig Dickinson. Before Craig Dickinson, a Rough Riders coach, 
had not gone 14 and two over any span of that time since Eagle Keys, whose team finished with that record way back in 1970. So the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, again, I didn't have an opportunity to catch much of the game. I was able to watch a little bit of the uh, game. It was replayed yesterday morning. I was able to watch a little bit of the game yesterday morning, but uh, two of my best friends got married on Saturday, so I was busy just baking in the absolute heat uh, on the plus 37 day in uh, Saskatoon, but uh, the wedding was awesome, so uh, that's good. Uh, there's trouble in paradise over in Alberta in terms of the Canadian Football League because the Edmonton Elks and the Calgary Stampeders have both started their season 0-2. Now, the Edmonton Elks, maybe not as much of a surprise, but the Calgary Stampeders arguably lost to two teams they shouldn't have. They lost to Toronto in week one. Uh, Doyle at Wendell Clarks is telling me to stay hydrated, and boy, did I ever stay hydrated on Saturday. I'll just leave it at that. Um, and then the, the, the Stampeders lost to the BC Lions on this past weekend. As well, by score of 15-9, to nine, there might be some more trouble in terms of the Calgary Stampeders as uh, quarterback Bo Levi Mitchell is banged up. So, of course, he's been a CFL most outstanding player in past years, but uh, he was a little banged up, and they're not sure how long that injury is going to last. So there's rumors that backup quarterback Michael O'Connor might have to uh, be at the helm at the controls here for a few games for the Calgary Stampeders. Now, the one interesting factor, the one cool fact about Michael O'Connor being uh, the starting quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders is that uh, he is a Canadian kid. So that would be super cool to see another Canadian quarterback start in the Canadian Football League. Of course, Nathan Wark uh, started week one for the BC Lions. I believe he also started against Calgary as well. Uh, like I said, I had other uh, things going on this weekend, so I couldn't really watch much of any uh, football. But the Edmonton Elks and the Calgary Stampeders are 0-2. And I do have to say, Bo Levi Mitchell is hurt. The Stampeders are definitely a better football team with Bo Levi Mitchell at the helm. But it would be cool to see Michael O'Connor get the start for the Calgary Stampeders. So that's what's new in the world of the CFL. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders are hosting the Ottawa Red Blacks this upcoming weekend as well. I believe that is a Saturday game, a 5 p.m. kickoff, if I'm not mistaken, as well. The Canadian Elite Basketball League is expanding. Of course, they just came off of, uh, well, I guess technically they're still going. The playoffs are going. Unfortunately, our Saskatchewan Rattlers are not in the playoffs, but they're just rebuilding to take another run of the championship, hopefully next year. And they are expanding once again, this time into Scarborough. So that was announced over the weekend. Uh, and I believe that your team name is going to be the Scarborough Shooting Stars is what I read today. So it's great to see another team. And it'll be the first Canadian elite basketball team in the greater Toronto area. So what's interesting about that, if you're maybe moving into some of these centers like the GTA, there could be some pretty big investors that might get wind of this whole Canadian elite basketball league and, might be some investors that uh, have some deep pockets that might want to get involved. I don't know. I'm just spitballing, but uh, good on the CEBL to expand into Scarborough and the greater Toronto area. And like I said, you never know what's going to happen in that case. Uh, so the Scarborough Shooting Stars will begin play next May, I believe. And then finally, uh, the NFL as well. NFL training camps have kicked off. There's been a few preseason games. Uh, as well. So, so awesome to see the National Football League back. <clears throat> An interesting stat today in terms of the NFL, the Atlanta Falcons 
are the first NFL team to be 100% vaccinated in terms of their roster, their coaches, uh, their player personnel. And obviously what's interesting about that, the NFL came out not too long ago and said uh, that, hey, here's the rules for vaccinated teams. Here's the rules for unvaccinated teams. And the rules for the vaccinated teams much outweigh the rules for the unvaccinated team. So good on the Atlanta Falcons. And I believe the majority of the NFL is hovering around that 75 or 85% uh, vaccine rate. And that's kind of the threshold that the NFL is looking at uh, to do, uh, you know, to have those teams, you know, do things, go out for team suppers, hang out at team hotels, have team meetings together. All the teams that hit that vaccine, that certain percentage vaccine threshold will be able to do that. The teams that don't have that vaccine threshold it's going to be a lot of zoom meetings a lot of phone calls a lot of not being in the same room with one another so i'm not here to get into a debate about whether you should or shouldn't get it every one of you are adults you can make uh, the decision for yourself but uh, that's kind of where the nfl stands so it sounds like the teams that have hit that vaccine threshold are going to have a competitive advantage over the teams that haven't hit that vaccine threshold. And what just came down the wire, the pipe, before we uh, went live here on the webcast version, the Western Hockey League is making vaccines mandatory for players. The Ontario Hockey League and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League have uh, done that. And now the Western Hockey League has followed suit by making it mandatory uh, to have players get vaccinated against COVID-19. Again, not going to get into a debate about what's right, what's wrong. These kids can make the decisions for themselves, but the rules are right there. So that I uh, don't have a whole ton of information on that because that literally just came down the wire uh, just as I was checking my phone one last time uh, before we uh, hit the air, much like I used to do uh, at Gary Baba's Bonanza restaurant when I worked there. So I do want to give Gary, obviously, a big thanks for joining us. Make sure you come on down to Wendell Park's Classic Gorilla Bar, whether it's for a game, whether it's not for a game. Just come on down for the, the fantastic fish, the fantastic burgers, or a fantastic, cool beverage. So I think that pretty much wraps things up for this week's edition of the YXE Sports Podcast. Like I said, a big thanks to Gary. Go Riders Go! Saturday, 5 p.m. Make sure you're here at Wendell Park's Classic Gorilla Bar to catch that game. Until then, I will see you on next Monday. Thank you.